Welcome back to another episode of Here's Up. I'm your boy Jay Bizzle. And this your boy Keith Jones. And we back with another interesting topic for y'all. And today, y'all, we're going to have to, we got to dive into something that a lot of people might need to hear yeah. around this time of year. So we're going to be diving into mental, mental health. health. Now, that being said, we might be a little long-winded with this, but at the same time, we're trying to help raise awareness and also speak about our personal experiences dealing with it. Let's get it, my boy. Yes, All right. What is, what is your standpoint on, like, mental health in general? Like, how do you feel about it? I feel like mental health is important, and I feel like people need to make mental health, like, one of their top priorities for real, because mm-hmm. it's, it's a very serious thing. And if you really going through something, I feel like you need to seek help. Yeah. Because a lot of us, it's it boils down to like a pride thing and a lot of people don't like to seek help. Yeah, I was, that's one of the points I had. Like a lot of people feel ashamed to like go get help, especially when dealing with like something that's mental. Like growing up, I mean, even as a kid, you didn't really hear about like yeah. depression and anxiety like that. But it's like now in this day and age, just almost like it's almost a trendy thing yeah. because it's like it's a lot more that stems that yeah. goes into like that like we talked about social media how that kind of affects it too yeah. and like with that being one of the biggest things in the world right now a lot more people are dealing with mental health issues yeah. i feel like and i feel like with our generation it's a lot more out there versus like our parents and our grandparents generation because they didn't really deal with it they was always told to move on you know mm-hmm. and also as far as their generation they didn't really have a choice they just had to yeah. just like work through it and just go right. like hey you have the bad day or oh, well you got tomorrow to look forward to you got to yeah. feed your family you mm-hmm. like they didn't really have time to even deal with that but it's yeah. like in our day and age it feel like we have all the time in the world so all we literally do is like either we're in front of a phone or something like that and we just have more time to internalize a lot of feelings. If that yeah, that is true. Like, how important would you say is like mental health awareness? I honestly feel like suicide rates are <laughs> ridiculous right now. Oh yeah, and even just like people as far as having any other type of mental problem, like whether it's being bipolar, having anxiety, or whatever. It's slept on. People just always like, it's in your head. Yes, it is in your head. That's the issue, though. Like, people don't really understand or grasp the fact that, like, your brain and the chemicals in your brain are yeah. not, you know, in sync with each other. Yeah. But, I don't know. But, again, that goes to that older generation, not, yeah. Yeah. And I feel like if you are going through something, try to find hobbies. Try to find things that take your mind off of it. So you won't just sit and have time to be with your thoughts all the time. You know, do something. Go outdoors. Go to the gym, whatever it may be. Go out with friends. Make sure you surround yourself with good, like-minded, you know, individuals. Yeah, it is. Yeah, I was, yeah I'm glad you said that. It is good to have a circle of people, not only who will be there for you, but who have an understanding of mental health and like understand how important it is to make sure you maintain good mental health because you can have some friends where like you come to them like hey I'm dealing with this mental they're like bro you good bro you'll be yeah. alright it's, it's all in your head bro just come on and like stuff like that that's not 
I don't feel like that's the way to go about it. But if you do have a genuine friend, you be like, yo, I'm like, you know, me and you, we do like me yeah. and you, uh, even with Caroline, I'm like, yo, how you doing mentally? Like, yeah. that's just something that I feel like as a friend, you should do just like check on your friend's mental health. Yeah. I feel like not only should that friend check on you, make sure that friend got your best interest in heart because somebody that wouldn't have your best interest in heart would be like, man, so quit, you know? Yeah. So. Yeah, make sure they have your best interest in heart. And honestly, like, I don't think we should ignore the signs either. Because if you're a good, true friend, you will notice if your friend is spiraling. Yeah. Or you will notice if your significant other is spiraling and stuff like that. Because honestly, Caroline came to me about that like a few weeks ago. She was like, I noticed like this has been something that I've been struggling to tell you and I didn't want you to take it the wrong way. I've been trying to find the right way to tell you, but... I've noticed that you, you know, like, you've been like this. You've been more tired. You like, you've been stressed eating more. And like, I know her telling me this. Like, you also gain a little weight. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, but like the fact that yeah. she even took the time to notice, like, hey, I know this is not normally you, and you've been kind of off yeah. lately. Are you okay? Like, yeah. are and stuff like that. Yeah, it's good that she actually taking the time out her day to check on. Oh yeah, because. Whether people want to hear it or not, like, it's a lot of signs, like, showing that somebody is really going through something, whether they may be sleeping all day, mm-hmm. eating, like, stress eating, like, not want to talk to anybody. It's it's a lot of signs. I'm a victim of the stress eating. <laughs> like, although I really am because it's just between telling jokes or doing stuff like that. That's how I cope with stuff. If I get, I feel myself getting overwhelmed. I just like, think. Let me go get Zaxby's or something like that. Just like and think about it, or just watch TV and eat. But I mean, it's not the best way to go about it. But at the same time, like I do realize that's something that ah that stands out, especially yeah. when I feel like I'm not a hundred percent mentally. Yeah, I would say with me, it's the being in bed all day. Like if I'm going through, like. I literally got to force myself to, you know, get up out of bed and start my day. I honestly wouldn't see you as an NBA type person. Honestly. Like, it, it just, like, if I'm going through, yeah. like, but normally not really. Well, you damn sure don't stress you about that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm joking, I'm joking. Yeah. But, um, also what goes into it is finding proper coping. Because, mm-hmm. like, again, like I said, stress eating, that's my personal thing i it's, i know it's not healthy and, but it's good to have like you said an outlet or something like that that channels that in a good way and i know a lot of people might be against it but therapy is one thing that helped me yeah and i feel like it's also good to like know your signs like know what you know you do that puts you in those type of things and it's good to own up to it yeah, I'm holding up to it, so that's a step in the right direction. Hey, boy, yeah. so. I mean, I mean, I've been to therapy like twice, but <laughs> hopefully, I learned something from it. I took something yeah. from it. But let me ask you this: How do you feel about the medication aspect of mental health? Me, I really don't like the you know medication aspect because when I was going through and like something like when my mama passed away, like the doctor was trying to give me like something. You know, to calm my nerves. Mm-hmm. And I wasn't I taking that shit. Like, <laughs> straight up, like, no, like, 
I like when I'm going through, I want to feel like every emotion, so I know yeah. what it feel like, so I can get through it. Like mm-hmm. if I'm stay taking medicine, like that ain't gonna help me. That's just go. It's gonna kind of make me cope in a way, but it's it's not gonna do anything. It's doing more bad than good. It's like a temporary fix. Yeah, which is scarily enough why people tend to go to drugs and stuff like that because it's a temporary fix to their problems. Yeah. Me, personally, I kind of agree with that. Um, the first time I went to therapy, they gave me, man- well, it was mandatory therapy and because, you know what? Story time. I'm sorry. Oh, I, gotta tell, <laughs> I gotta tell it, bro. Because, like, I don't want to just give, like, half the story. Yeah. So, a few years ago, it was around 2019, I was... I was dealing with a lot. I was still getting used to being an aching because, like, I came up here for college. I Like, I had a few friends, but it wasn't, like, too many here. Yeah. And me and my mom were having issues. I worked and was going to full... I was working full-time and going to school full-time and also doing shows. Yeah. So, like, between working, like, five, six, seven days straight, going to school, like, five days straight, traveling to, like, back and forth to shows, like, after a while, it got old. I ain't gonna lie. I was getting burnt out. That's very overwhelming. Yes, it was very overwhelming. I was getting super burned out. And um, also, I remember the girl I was talking to at the time. I ain't going to say her name. But, <laughs> but the girl I was talking to at that time, I was letting her know, like, hey, I'm not doing okay right now. Like, yeah. It's a lot on my plate. I like I barely sleep. I'm doing this. I don't have nobody to really go to. And she's, like, the only person I really had at the time, my best friend, like, an hour away and stuff. Like, it was just, like, a lot. And yeah. I was trying to explain it to her. Mm-hmm. And she was like, Oh my god, you're not the only person in the world with problems. I'm just like, dang, I'm really coming to you like right. as a man vulnerable yeah, right now. To Go back to the vulnerability episode. <laughs> but, but, Go check that out. Go check that out. <laughs> but like, I'm being like, at that moment, I was like, dang, people generally don't give a damn about what I got going on. Yeah. And on top of that, I was in my head as far as performing too, because I was going through this thing where I felt like, oh, people love you when you're on stage, but off stage, people don't really give a yeah. damn about you. It's just like, I felt like I had to put on this fake facade and just be like, oh yeah, this is me, this is me. I'm joking, I'm funny, ha, 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 ha. But then when I get off stage, I'm just like, yeah. back to, you know, going through all that. And it just felt like I was trying to battle between who I really am and who people want me to be and mm. gave me like an identity crisis for yeah. a little bit there too. Yeah. Moving up a little bit, I was at work, just tired, <laughs> ready to go home. And I remember my, my mom worked there too. And she was like, Jay, what is wrong with you? You just haven't been yourself. I'm like, Mom, be honest. I do not love myself right now. I, I don't like how my life is going right now. It's just a lot. And like, I just, I'm done. Like, I'm tired of being here. And like, the fact that I even told my mom that, I know they messed her up a little bit. Yeah. But I had, I honestly had a plan. I'm not proud of it, but I take blood pressure medicine because, I mean, like I said, I stress eat. And, um, I was planning to just take all of my pills that night when I got off work just because, like, I just felt too much of, like, all the emotions. Yeah. And sadly enough, what convinced me to not take those pills mm-hmm. was getting a call saying that my best friend was in the hospital. And, like, as soon as I heard that, I, like, I sped to Greenwood. I got in, I, it take me like an hour to get to Greenwood. I got yeah. to Greenwood in 30 minutes, bro. I kid you not. I was speeding. And um, I get to the hospital. I'm just trying to figure out what's going on. And I'm pretty sure he'd be cool with me telling this story. But, like, come to find out, my best friend was in the hospital for trying to commit suicide himself. 
So it's crazy. Like it messed me up even more. Yeah. I'm like, dang, I'm over here thinking about killing myself. And what saved me from killing myself was my best friend trying to kill himself. So I like my mind was just like completely messed up at that point, bro. <laughs> and like, it's not funny. But yeah. looking back, it kind of is because I go like I remember they called me back to the room. He wanted to see me go back there. He loopy on whatever drugs he took that day. Just loop and just talking about his mind. He was like, like he was saying some goofy stuff and like we just sitting there laughing and joking about like, all right, bro, on a serious note. Why? Like, why did you do this? Yeah. He's like, honestly, bro, I've been going through a lot too. I don't remember exactly what he was going through at the time. He's like, I've been going through a lot too. And he was like, I know you've been going through a lot. But I didn't I didn't feel like I could come to you about it because I know you're dealing with your own stuff. Yeah. And he told me, he was like, itself is just gonna sound. I would rather he's like, I know you're going through this and I know you probably think about it because like we like twins. We can it's weird, but we can feel what each other feeling. Mm-hmm. And he was like, I used to cry every time I tell this story, but he told me. Um, the reason why I tried to do it because I knew you would be here for me if I tried, yeah. but you wouldn't tell nobody if you tried to do it. And the world needs you here. They the world needs your light. So they sure do. Right? <laughs> like okay, David, I, I promise I ain't gonna cry, yeah. but I promise this little boy said like the world needs your light. So I knew me me going through this and I knew you would stop whatever you're doing to come here to be for me because that's the type of person you are and you need to still be here to continue to be that person. And I was like, bro, you literally on drugs yeah. looped up telling me this shit, bro. I was that's like, deep, it is. And like it, but like still, it messed me up because I'm like, yo, this is my best friend. I'm like, I'm so in my head about my own stuff. I even recognize he was going through his stuff. Yeah. And um, I, I, I appreciate it. <laughs> but like, nah, and I went, my, I called my mom and I told her, I was like, Mama, I need to get help. I'm not okay. And like, yeah. I told her what he said. And I was like, that made it worse because I felt like a crappy friend. Yeah. And um, I took myself to a mental hospital. I was in there for like a week. Um, They gave me medication. I know it's a long way to get to that. I'm sorry. Yeah. But like, they gave me medication. But, and they like gave me mandatory therapy. Yeah. And, one thing I hated was how the medication made me feel. I felt numb to everything. Like yeah. I like literally I just felt like a walking zombie. I and, I hated it. So and that's why I yeah. I'm kinda iffy on the medication part. And like I will say for some people it does work. I'm not saying but I don't feel like that should be your first thing. You shouldn't just yeah. go up to them like, okay, you put me on this type of medicine. Like, no, you should try your best to work out your stuff in a healthy way without using like medication but if yeah. medications if it actually does its job and keeps you calm then yes that's the route to go but me personally I couldn't do it yeah I feel that and I feel like when you said he had his problems and you his problems I feel like as friends I feel like we need to make like different groups where we come together and talk about our problems because yeah. you know Sometimes you don't want to talk about your problems to everybody, and sometimes your problems you may not think other people understand. But you know, if somebody going through the same thing as you, talk about it together. And yeah, and I hate that, like, because honestly, I've had a few friends that I've known that have either tried to like went through with it and tackling up. I mean, yeah, it messed with you. Just seemed like, dang, I could have. I could have called or I could have reached out more and, and stuff like that. And I don't think many people who have the thoughts of suicide understand how it affects the people who have to live on after you gone. Yeah. And it was, I, I remember one day it was literally 
something told me, just check on this person. You ain't heard from a while, just check on just check on And like, I was at work, I'm like, ah, I'll do it tomorrow or whatever. <laughs> then by the time I even got to the point to actually do it, come find out they committed suicide. I was like, I shouldn't yeah. just work with that. And um, suicide is the heavy part of mental health, though. Like, that's when people get to that point, that's when they feel like nothing in life is going right. That's when yeah. it's, it's hard turning back from that. It really is. Like, can you just imagine, like, what somebody is going through to they get to that point in life? Like, you got to have a lot on your mind. Like, you got to be going through a lot. Have you ever been at that point? I feel like I've been close, but I know, like, I feel like I love myself too much, and you know, I feel like I got to be here for folks. Yeah. In the way, yeah. Honestly, it for me, it took a lot for me to actually learn how to love myself for me versus that fake person who I used to be on stage. Like now, I can genuinely say the type of my style of comedy. Now it comes from not from me trying to put on for other people. It comes from me just genuinely doing something that I love doing. And sometimes I talk about what the stuff that hurt me. And like that's not a way to cover it up. It's a way for me to it's an outlet for me. Yeah. And um honestly I don't even do it to try to be famous or try to it's just literally that's how I am on a day to day basis. I some days I'm mad, some days I'm happy, but at the end of the day I'm still gonna make a joke about it. Yeah. <laughs> Like, you know, like, I don't remember what I said, but what they were. I said, so you're like, of course, Jay gotta make a joke. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, if anybody's gonna make a joke, it's gonna be you. I don't remember what it was that day, but I remember. <laughs> oh, man. But, yeah. But I do feel like um, more people should actually be open and be willing to go get help if need be or. If you're having suicidal thoughts, reach out to somebody, whether it be close friend, parent, yeah. or whoever you're close to. <laughs> Hell, even one of us if need be. Because, like, I know Michael is a good listener. I know I'm a good listener. It's just some people just don't feel like they have that. And sometimes you need that. Like, it could be, it could literally be that one person to just listen that can prevent that. And I feel like with me, like, with my situation, like, when my mama passed, like, my thing was, like, journaling. I titled my um journal, I called it my um prayers to God or whatever. And that really helped me, like, cope with a lot. Like, I used to journal every day, just. Uh, it used to help me get my, you know, thoughts out. Yeah, honestly, I could see you doing that, especially with how... Believe it or not, Michael actually pretty verbal and good with his words. <laughs> like some people, like when they first come to the shop, but like no, just even some of the, I haven't read like your journaling, of course, but just like yeah. even hear some of the poems you came up with, or just some of the like random thoughts you came up with. Like I could see how that would be a good outlet for you. Yeah, cause like when I was depressed, like my depression came from my mama passing away, of course, but like. I, I would have to say that's like the hardest thing I've ever had to go through in life. Really. I wouldn't want to wish that on nobody. Yeah, like. I can only. I like, wouldn't wish that on my worst enemy. Like, because I was only 17 at the time. And so, 
And that's still honestly yeah. kind of fairly recent. Like yeah. you think about it. Yeah, that's twenty eighteen, so that ain't, yeah, yeah, that, that, ain't that, that, ain't that long ago. Yeah. Honestly, I'm kinda glad you can like talk about it now. Yeah, um, it'd be it'd be hard sometimes, but you know, I done got better at it. Stronger, of course. Yeah. I feel like time heals all wounds for real. Like okay, so besides the journaling and just like of course like time, like yeah. what else helped you through that time? Just just talking to people, you know, that, like, me and my sister, we talked about it all the time, because, you know, we went through, like, the exact yeah, same yeah, thing, like, together. me and my sister, we done cried together, we done laughed together, you know, like, it's always good to have somebody to talk to about things who actually, like, understand where you're coming from, because if I was to, you know, talk to anybody else, I'm not sure if they would have, like, understood like where I was coming from or how I felt but she understood like how I felt she knew where I was coming from everything so yeah I was blessed that you know have my sister like I can't imagine like how that would have been if I would have been like the only child like oh yeah that shit would have probably been bad though and I'm glad you said that too because um most people, they always say, oh, I understand, I get it. But, like, until you actually live through that, there's no way you can possibly get it. Like, I can say all day long, like, dang, bro, I, I, I feel that. Like, I don't because yeah. I haven't lost my mom. I haven't lost my dad. Lord, I mean, I'm, I wouldn't, I was going to say knock on wood, but, like, it's going to happen. It's going. It's a thing that has to happen. But for that to happen to someone at a young age, I can see how that would mentally mess you up because not only, like, not only did you lose your mom, you like, again, you lost your dad, too. Yeah. Like you know how strong an individual yeah. y'all, like I can see the strength of her because she she don't ever yeah. talk to her brother. Like she's just a strong like yeah, hey, I'm about my business. Don't don't mess with me. Like I be scared to come to their house sometimes, dog. <laughs> <laughs> but not on a serious note though. But like I can genuinely say that actually helped you become who you are. Just because yes, that's a terrible thing that both of y'all had to go through, and I hate that for y'all. But at the same time, it actually made you. It made you go to your grandma, yeah, <laughs> and get that wisdom from her too. Yeah. If you think about it, but at the same time, it helped you learn how, on an early age, how to cope with certain emotions, especially a strong one like that. Yeah, for real. Damn, I ain't, I ain't finna crawl. Man, quit, nah, bro. You can be vulnerable, bro. You can be vulnerable. Be real. With <laughs> I, just, I just got the. <laughs> I let one drop, right? I ain't scared. We be honest with y'all. <laughs> but um, honestly, it's just so much that people don't really take in consideration, especially when it involves mental health. Like another thing too, anxiety. Yeah, that ties in with it as and, well. Yeah, and more often than not, depression and anxiety is they pretty much are tied go together. Ahead, yeah, they go yeah. like. Do you like? I don't know. You seem to be pretty chill and calm for most part, <laughs> for the yeah. most part. But do you is anxiety one of the things that you've dealt with, or is just not really been? Yeah, I've, I've definitely dealt with. <laughs> <laughs> I've definitely dealt with anxiety. Like it is times where I ain't really like being around big crowds and shit. Like, 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 like huge crowds and talking in front of people. Like a lot of people. Like nah. That never been my thing, but now I could probably do it. Honestly, I was just gonna say that, like, yeah, probably because I can tell them they they, they are people. 
Um, me and Michael been kind of dibble dabbling in a little poetry, and he's like, "Hey man, I want to go to like, I want to go yeah. to an open mic night. You know, I want to go tell my this boy got some dope poems. <laughs> like, I ain't gonna lie, I know this is not even related to mental health, but this boy got some dope poems. But the fact that you are willing to try to get past that part of it is that shows your growth as yeah, a person. Yeah, I like to do that for real. Like, okay, I'm gonna tell you something, something that most people don't know about me. Mm-hmm. My anxiety is terrible. Yeah, <laughs> like you would think as a comedian, like bro, you get in front of people on stage all the time. Like, what you gotta be? Like, it's to the point where sometimes Caroline or some of my friends they don't even like being near me before a show just because I'm literally panicking that much. Yeah. It's, it mainly stem from like the passion. Like, I really want to do good, but at the same time, I remember I did a show for it was for the on um, it was for USC Aiken. It was the talent yeah. show. I was the host and I was actually performing. And I kid you not, before I went. The first of all, the rehearsal went terrible. I couldn't even remember none of my jokes. And like, I remember this guy, he was like, You better remember come Saturday. <laughs> <laughs> like, you better remember come Saturday because they go, whatever. And I was like, They made me get more in my head. And when it came to the host, the host part was fine. Like, it's just literally me reading off a list and just like interacting with the crowd. But when it came to my set, I was literally just like freaking out. I'm like, Oh my God, y'all, I'm up there. Oh, shoot. I'm just sweating. I'm like, I can't do it. I can't. It's like, like do it yeah. when on stage you don't see that when i'm on stage you do not see that part of me it's just like it just it goes away but i kid you not when i got off stage that day i literally went to the back and just like <laughs> and just like i was just on the ground shaking and jump like that they're like what is wrong with you i'm like like my anxiety just get that bad sometimes and like i even, i couldn't even host the i couldn't even announce the next person coming out i just handed somebody else the mic and just like yeah, so, <laughs> so what would you say is like an adrenaline rush or something it, I mean, it's okay. It's not that severe now. I yeah. can definitely say my anxiety is not that bad now. But it does. It. I don't know. It's just for some reason. I guess me. It's more pressure on myself than anything yeah. because again, like I've always been an overthinker and stuff like that. So it just that kind of makes it even worse. But it's just like, oh my god, what if they find this funny? Oh my god, like what if. I don't do this. What is my clothes look okay? It's just like my mind, like my mind just goes everywhere. And like, I'm like, am I gonna remember this? Should I say this? It's just like my mind is just like rapid fire. And sometimes I just need to you got this. But if I don't know. It's just my anxiety didn't really even I don't think my anxiety was really even existent until like I started like playing sports. It's so like Soccer, it was fine. Basketball, I cared so much about it. I wanted to do good. Then I put that pressure on myself. Football, yeah. I never played football until like my 10th grade year. So it wasn't like that pressure on me to do good. It's just like nobody expect much of you. Hey, this is your first time ever playing. But like yeah. with basketball, it was just like I wanted to do so good that I became like kind of obsessed with making people yeah. see me that I get in my head. Yeah. That makes sense. And then I feel like it's signs of anxiety as well. Like, if you see somebody biting their nails, peeling their nails, or just shaking their leg or something, I feel like that's anxiety as well. Because I used to, like, I still to this day sometimes just, like, peel my fingers. And, I caught you doing that a few times. That would be. Like, I feel like that can be signs of anxiety as well. And people don't understand. Like, people just think anxiety, like, oh, you're just nervous. Like, it's yeah. a. Anxiety affects, yes, it affects you mentally, but it also affects you physically too. Because like sometimes people anxiety, they literally cannot breathe. Yeah. Because like I've like I haven't had many panic attacks. I had one panic attack before, mm-hmm. and but again, it's just like 
it affects you physically as well. That and people don't, some people don't understand that. Yeah, I feel like anxiety is a big thing. Like some, like you got some people who like they anxiety so bad that they can't like go in stores and stuff. Yeah, like I would, I would not want to be like that at all. Like, cause I feel like that ain't no way to live life at all. And it's sad because, like, most of them can't even, like, I ain't gonna say you can't help it, but it's just certain things are just triggering. And, yeah. like, I hate that, but there's certain things that, like, that triggering for me, too, though. Like, you never know, like, anxiety, it could it could stem down from, like, some type of childhood trauma or anything. Definitely. Yeah. Because it's, like, a fight or flight trigger thing, but it's in a setting that where you I ain't gonna say normal people because I hate that, but yeah. it's just like it's uncomfortable for one thing. I well, I can't stand it, but also it can be really overwhelming, especially in a in a time where you just I don't. It just makes you feel not normal, yeah. Because you like you trying to figure out what's going on with you and like why is my body doing this or like why I don't know. It's just a overwhelming feeling that I personally. Like that one panic attack I had, I, I wouldn't wish that on nobody. I, you can tell me I wasn't dying that day. Yeah, and I feel like I didn't had a panic attack as well. Like it wasn't like no terrible panic attack, but you know, like as a kid when you got to perform something or do like a PowerPoint in front of the class, like, I was like, <laughs> that's where it's like, from. I want to be last, bro. I want to be like in the middle or last. Like I don't want to go first. Like I don't like. <laughs> I that's what. What's this word? Right. <laughs> like, I do not want to read in front of all these folks, bro. Dang. And the teachers, I feel like they used to call on your name on purpose. Like, <laughs> like, oh, uh, yeah, he go read. I'm finna get him. <laughs> <laughs> you gonna read? Boy, <laughs> right. you're shaking like a stripper. Tighten up. <laughs> oh, man. But, yeah, anxiety, it's, it's a serious thing. A lot of people go through it in their everyday lives. So, I feel like we need to shine more light on it and shine more light on depression and, you know, why not? Because people go through it every day. And some people you may not know. Like, yeah. with me, I'm the type of person, like, if I'm going through something, if I'm going through depression, you may not know until I open up and want to talk to you. And also sometimes with that, too, um, especially when someone is, like, suicidal, most people you won't know about it until it's too late or either you start catching like signs whether it's cutting or whether it's just like emotional changes and stuff like that you're not gonna really unless you pay attention you're not gonna they're not gonna just tell you like i'm suicidal unless they're really just that strong of a person to admit it but like if you if someone feels alone they're not gonna just trust you with that information they're gonna yeah 
All they're going to feel is that pain they're keeping in. Mm-hmm. And they probably ain't going to want to tell you because they think you go judge them or whatnot. And that's the thing. Like I hate that we've got to a point where you're judged for having mental like issues. Yeah, that make people that makes to... Yes, that like, makes it worse for people. Yeah. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. But, you could. And but, I know so many people who are scared to open up just because people like, as soon as you tell, for instance, let's say I'm bipolar. Mm-hmm. And if I tell someone that, they're going to automatically be like, oh, let me stay away from him. He might, he might flip. Mm-hmm. Stuff like that. Like, that's not, that's not helping the situation. Or, like, if I tell you I'm depressed, like, you ain't depressed. You just, yeah, you need to, you need man up. Right. Like, you'll be all right. <laughs> but I don't know. People just need to be more sensitive and, like, just listen to when people actually come to you about it because. It might be too, like, again, like I said, it might be too late. They Let's say someone tried to come to you about it, you didn't take them seriously. Then you can be feeling guilty if they actually go through with something like that. Or they just, I don't know. And then, like, what if you're the only person somebody could go to? Like, say if it's, like, a family member or a parent, like, somebody going to, and their parent has, like, that mindset. And... You go to your parents saying, oh, I got this, or I've just been feeling down or whatever. And your parent tell you to, you know, be quiet and go on. Like, don't nobody want to hear that? That's going to make somebody, like, want to clash out or whatever. Like, and I feel like we need to do better about that. Like, everybody going through something, whether we want to admit it or not, or everybody went through something for real. And I think the uh, important thing, too, is people need to stop trying to hide what they're feeling. Yeah. Like, personally, I know that I used to have a real bad temper or I used to feel like different type of emotions when it comes to certain situations. But my problem was I used to bottle them up. I, like, just throw a joke over it, like a Band-Aid, call it a day, move on. But... <laughs> Literally, just like, hey, let me tell you this joke to steer away from what I got going on. Yeah. But I've been taught to actually acknowledge what you're feeling. You don't have to just... And this is another thing, too. People do... If some people do feel emotions, they feel it too deeply. Yeah. Like, you can acknowledge that something upset you. You can acknowledge that something made you sad. But just... You can't sit in that emotion. You just have to be like, okay, I'm sad about this. Or I'm mad about this. How can I move forward? Yeah, basically get to the root of it because if you just sit like that, man, you gonna dry yourself crazy. Oh yes, dry yourself, Looney Tune. <laughs> you go, and I feel like when we going through these things, when we going through depression, anxiety, or when we get to the point where we feel like we're suicidal or not, I feel like you need to. Seek the most high. You need to seek God for real life. Because if we've been honest with each other, that's the only person who go, you know, who you can call on and who go actually get you through that for real. Yeah. Praying is a good thing. Yeah. Reaching out. If, like, even if you're not religious. Yeah. But meditate. Med- yeah, I'm about to find something again. Find an outlet. Hit that. <laughs> But um, having a good community is also a good thing, too. And like I said, when I was in that facility, 
I was just so freaked out. I'm like, oh, I'm being hit with a bunch of crazies. <laughs> I ain't crazy. <laughs> but, but it changed my perspective. I'm going to be honest. That place was like a mystery between church. It was a mystery between church camp and jail. I promise you. <laughs> but on a serious note, I went in there automatically thinking everybody in there is going to be crazy. I'm not crazy. I'm just sad. Like, that was my mindset. But actually, spending time and just talking and going through those sessions and just like hearing other people's story who was in there, it made me actually make some, A, make some friends for like outside of there. It's like a few of them I still keep in contact with and check on them or just like whether it's just sending funny videos or something to each other. We still keep in contact. Yeah. But also it was just having that person there who genuinely understood where I was coming from, like which we talked about earlier. It was just like, mm-hmm. okay, this is why I was sad. This is why I'm in here. What's your story? And they like we would share with each other, and like we formed a bond over just listening, being there, and yeah, because I feel like when you able to talk to somebody who done went through the same thing you went through, maybe they can give you some tips on how to get through it, or they can tell you how they went through it, and maybe you can do it. Yeah, they can provide can, some insight. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Like this, I just feel like it's always good to have somebody to go to about it. Yeah, because if we can't go to nobody, who we going to go to? Like, G-O-D. <laughs> who did it? God. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, it kind of, but also with saying that, too, sometimes it makes me sad for the people who don't have anyone to go to, like, genuinely don't have anyone to go to. Like, it makes me wonder how... Can they seek the help they need if they don't trust anybody or they don't have nobody that they trust? And that's where we come in. (laughs) (laughs) But, no, I just feel like finding a way or finding certain ways to try to, A, love yourself first. Because if you can't love yourself, don't expect other people to. Or you can't love nobody if you don't love yourself. Let's go. Hand in hand. Yeah. But... I will say for certain people who genuinely don't have anyone, like I hate that sometimes life deals you a bad hand, but just try to find ways to get through it. Find get, ways yeah. to no. Whatever get whatever in life makes you happy, try to pursue that. And yeah. because I ain't gonna lie, life is hard for a lot of people. And hard. it's harder for some people than others. I would just say, like, find hobbies. Like, do what you love. Pursue what you're trying to pursue. And I feel like that'll get your mind off of it, for real. Yeah. And again, acknowledge what you're feeling, too. Don't just sit in it. Yeah. Because journaling, that's one of my hobbies. Stand up. That's something that probably gets your mind off of it. This podcast, this all hobby, for real. So... This I feel like this podcast, this is a place where we can convince y'all for real. Honestly, yeah. Just yeah. give give y'all our thoughts on stuff like that. Yeah. And I feel like this is good. We kind of building a little community in a way. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. We are slowly building a community and we appreciate everyone that's within that community. Yeah, we're going to have to give y'all a name. The Hearers. I'm just like... <laughs> The J and Key crew. <laughs> you gonna have to get y'all a name for real. But on a serious note, I do feel like mental health. 
I mean, I will say lately it has been talked about. They do have, we have months yeah. and stuff now and everything to bring awareness. But at the end of the day, it's always more we can do. Oh, yeah. Hence the reason I'm wearing my hashtag field shirt. Yeah. Um, Philip Lee was, uh, he was a musician and he was a brother and son to a family that I know here in Aiken. And he was a victim to suicide and. Because of that, they founded the Overflow Foundation, and they helped them raise awareness as well. I was gonna wear my a reason to smile shirt, but I feel like this. <laughs> but like, also a reason to smile is something that I personally came up with. It like, I use my mask for it, but um, it's basically just go out in life, just trying to find a reason, find one reason a day that helps you smile. That's my personal thing. I yeah. try to do that myself. It's just like I wake up some days like, oh my god, I don't feel like doing this, but I'm like, okay, what is something that's going? Like, what is one thing I appreciate in life today? Yeah. So, find your reason to smile. Yeah. <laughs> but it may be family, friends, your future, you know? Find yeah. some reason. Like, if you suicidal or whatever, it may be like, find some reason to look to the future, you know? Find right. reason, some reason to smile. It might be something so small. Like, hey, I found a penny on heads today. Like, <laughs> that's good luck. That's good luck. <laughs> something don't change. Yeah. Well, it, like, it could be something as small as, like, having a cat. You like, could see a baby smile. Speaking of which, I had a baby smile on me the other day. Babies normally hate me. They make me feel good. <laughs> <laughs> it made me feel good. You could see a baby smile. You know, somebody could do a, you, a good deed towards you or whatever. Or you can do a good deed towards someone else. I will say, like, honestly, trying to help people, that's another way I feel good. Like, even if I'm down, I'm like, okay, I'm not going to, I'm going to not purposely spread my negative energy. Let me, what is the way I could be positive with it? I might try to get a snack for somebody at work or pay for somebody dinner, but when I'm in line, I can't afford that now. (laughs) But, but like, it's been times I did it. You know what I'm saying? It's just like, okay, let me pay for this person behind me. And that energy comes back. Every, oh yeah, cause honestly, I feel like I owe like two people a random dinner now just because they don't came back to me twice. <laughs> what what black folks be saying? God go bless me. Oh yeah, God <laughs> got me <laughs> for real. Well, like, it's crazy how that worked because literally I would randomly just pay like just I had the means to do it. I would pay for a random dinner. Then literally a few weeks later, somebody paying for mine. I'm like, right. yes. hey, let me be good. <laughs> but no, nah. oh man. That energy always can return back to you. You put out good energy in the world, it's going to return back to you in some form, you know? Don't expect it, though. Just do it out of kindness of your heart. Yeah. That go along with your intentions. Oh, yeah. Make sure you have pure intentions. Make sure you be good to everybody. Find a reason to smile. No. And what happened? Well, look at these pearly whites now. Let's find together, bro. Team. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. But now, nah, we um, appreciate y'all taking the time to listen to this. This is a topic. Like, we, honestly, I thought we was going to get a little more teary eyed than we did. But, like, <laughs> it's still a conversation that I felt needed to be had. We felt needed to be had. And we just want to let people know that, hey, you're not alone out there. Like, we. I know I go through it. He's been through it. There's a lot of other people out there going through it too, but don't have too much pride to go get help or to reach out to other people. Or even if you see the signs, 
and someone else don't be afraid to like, yo, I noticed this in you. Yeah. Angle cap. I'm finna cry now. I, I saw it in you now. I'm finna get a little tear. I'm like, ooh, let me fuck out a heart out here. Y'all <laughs> probably heard my voice tremble a little bit. Hey, the lips start quivering. I had to. Now nah, when them lips quiver, that's when you gonna get, <laughs> you try to talk to them lips be like <laughs> just shaking. Well, hey, I, it got me too. You ain't, hey, you ain't alone out here in these crying streets. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm a man and I cry. I'm proud, damn it. <laughs> but no, this is no. We appreciate y'all taking the time to listen to us and you know hear us out, man. Hear us out. Make sure y'all get us to 100 subscribers so we can continue to spread the positivity and the love. You know, we go come up with y'all a name. You know, <laughs> we do need a name for the listeners for real. But yes, our goal is to at least reach 100 subscribers by the end of this year. So please tell your mama. Tell your daddy, tell your uncle, tell your grandma, tell your great great grandma, tell your if she alive. Pet, you can tell in spirit, my boy. <laughs> you can tell your, you can tell your granddaddy, your great great granddaddy. You can tell your pet. You can tell your baby. You can tell if you a dude. You can tell. Your, <laughs> no, don't go there, bro. Don't go there. Don't go there, bro. If you a dude, you can tell the sperm. Oh. <laughs> you know, Everybody, oh spread, my lord! Spread the love. Okay. Spread the love. <laughs> that was good. I knew you were about to say it too. Spread the love. But like, comment, share, subscribe. Everybody goes subscribe. This man. Everybody goes. Oh man! Thank y'all, man. Spread the love. You goofy. What is this? Where has this been? <laughs> Anyway, we'll catch y'all next time, man. Thank y'all for listening. Peace.